The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Dave Canyon. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Are you ready to dumb it down? All right. Yeah. Fourth of July. That's when I'm recording this. 8.29 in the morning. Good morning, good day, good night. Wherever you are in the world, hello, how are you? Thank you for tuning in. Look at this. My uh, my microphone cord just got wrapped around my steering wheel. That's not safe at all. That was dumb. I got to fix this while I'm driving. Oh, good. Now I'm signaling. All right. There you go. <laughs> uh you didn't need to know that. But anyway, my uh, microphone cord that I will be telling you about in a second just got wrapped around my steering wheel like in, a, like in a half a second. And I'm trying to be hands-free and be safe. And already I'm, uh, I'm almost like uh, killing myself. Anyway, hello everybody. Welcome, dum-dums. Welcome to the Dumbcast. That is a term of endearment for those of you who uh, are new to the show. I refer to people as my dum-dums. This is Dumbing It Down with Dave. Well, we dumb it down. We don't really uh, raise the bar like those uh, Ivy League, uh, Yale-graduated uh, ESPN guys or any of these other NPR shows and all that other stuff. If you are a college graduate and you have a master's de- degree or you have a, you know, you, uh, what do you call it, a PhD or a doctorate or whatever, this might not be the show for you. This is a, a, a show where we break it down. But I don't want to call that breaking it down because that still implies like I know what I'm talking about. Um, well, somewhat it implies. We're going to dumb it down. I'm going to talk in a way, not just because of my accent because I'm from Brooklyn, New York. I'm going to talk in a way that I understand. And if I understand it, then most people understand it. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's why I refer to people as my dum-dums. Not even my dum-dums. I guess, do, have I said that? I might have said that, but anyway, hello, dum-dums. Um, what is it, Lady Gaga or somebody says my little animals? Whatever, who cares? Uh, what else? So I'm in my porta potty uh, That was Alex Exum, by the way, at the top of the show. That's Alex Exum's voice. He does the intro, and uh, he uh, can be found at, uh, on Twitter at Alex Exum, A-L-E-X or E-X-U-M. Did I say or? No, it's A-L-E-X-E-X-U-M. And he has a show here on Spreaker. I say here on Spreaker because I host on Spreaker. So does he. But you can find my show on iTunes as well. Um, I don't. You can find his show, uh, I guess, everywhere. I don't even know. But definitely here on Spreaker, the Exum Experience. It's an interesting show. And Alex does a great job. Um, and I'm forever grateful for him for creating the intro. So that's why I give him a little plug. Uh, so, yeah. So uh, the uh, subtitle of the show is called Pragmatism. Truth, happiness, and the search for it all. I also call it the fastest podcast on earth. And uh, sometimes I say, uh, uh, dumbing it down with Dave, uh, Dave Canyon telling you how life ought to be. So you might get uh, one of those things, or two of those things, or all of those things. But uh, nonetheless, this is going to be our last Coda cast uh, for now. 
I was going to say for 2018, but I'll, I'll just say for now, the last Codacast. I've done a, a few uh, recently, uh, I think number 89, and then 90, 91, and this will be episode 92. We're going to call it Coda Haven, Coda Haven 2018 Fish. I don't know if I'm going to add to that. Coda Haven 2018 Fish. So, why? Why would we call it fish? So let me tell you a little something about being a child of a deaf adult. Um, deaf people, as you, most of you probably know, uh, you know, sometimes tend to talk in a way that's, um, sometimes it's un- unintelligible, like you, if you uh, have never dealt with deaf people before and you, you heard them talking, you might say, I, I have no idea what this guy just said, or this lady just said. And um, they do have a tendency, due to their deafness, of course, uh, and uh, I guess maybe if you're hard of hearing, it's the same thing. I, I don't even know. First of all, let me just explain this. Let me give you a disclaimer. I am not an expert on the deaf world. Please, if you are a CODA, and you went to CODA Haven uh, 2018 or whatever, and you hear me say things, you go, oh my God, Dave is so wrong. Let me tell you something. I, I'm not an expert. So let me put out the disclaimer right from the beginning. I don't know everything there is to know about deaf people. I don't. I only know what I think I know. And I think you only know what you think you know too. But you might actually be right about a couple of things. I might be wrong. It just, you know, that's the way it goes. But don't be yelling at me and writing horrible letters. Ah, you got it all wrong. You're giving a a bad impression. Listen, I'm not trying to give any impression. Deaf people have a way of talking a little funny. Funny, all right? Funny. People have made fun of the deaf and... uh, you know, people are afraid of the deaf. It, it could be, it could be scary if you don't know what you're dealing with. Uh, no harm will probably ever come to you. It's just that it's uh, there are sounds that are made. They're different. That's the way it goes. When you can't hear, you do the best you can to create sounds and words. So, uh, and there's this thing uh, at Coda called deaf speak, you know, where we kind of, uh, I guess we've gotten criticized for it, I, I have no idea, I've, I'm too new to the whole thing, but uh, but I do know one one story in particular, I'll share it with you, but the, uh, that we've been criticized maybe for making fun of the deaf or, or anything like that, because they're our parents, we're talking about our parents now, we're not just talking about people in the street that we don't know, these are our parents, so if you're not a CODA, have you ever made fun of your mother or your father or your uncle or one of your mother's or father's friends because they said something funny, they look funny, their, their eyebrows are touching, they're, you know, they got a lazy eye, they got their fun, funky teeth, they smell bad, they talk funny, they say a word all the time, they mispronounce something all the time, you know, they got nine fingers or eight, you know, eight and a half fingers or who knows, a hump on their back. A big mole on their face. This is like a myriad of things that you can find in somebody and go, oh, yeah, yeah. That's something that uh, I find kind of peculiar. Anyway, so deaf people have a way of talking. They're our parents. And do we make fun of them? Oof. You know, we'd, we'd have to uh, discuss that. Make fun of. 
I'm going to say this. We find the humor in what they say and do. Because not only do they often talk in a way that is um, peculiar and specific to deaf people, but they also act in a way that is, you know, peculiar and specific to deaf people. So when you take the voice, you know, the sounds, and you combine it with the behavior and uh, the understanding, I should add that too, the understanding of what's going on at the moment, whether they're at a restaurant or the library or the car dealership or watching TV in the living room or just dealing with their children, you know, me and 349 of my closest friends that I just saw in Providence, Rhode Island. You know, it's, um, we reflect on our childhood and we remember these specific moments in time where they may or may not have said something uh, that may or may not have been appropriate, inappropriate, uh, specific or non-specific to the situation. It's just, just, it's humorous to us, things that they've said to us. And if you're a non-coder, you could probably find similar events in your life too, dealing with your non-deaf parents, where they reacted in a way to a to a, an extreme situation, and maybe to a non-extreme situation, you know. But we're uh, we're paying tribute at the same time. We're honoring. We're paying tribute, and. I would say about 99.9% we are being respectful. We don't do it to their faces. We don't we don't uh, ridicule, you know, we don't we're not out to make people feel bad. They're not there when we're doing it. Uh, when we do it, I would say it's more like in a roast like manner where we we're not really roasting them, but in that manner where we're saying something that's true, we're exaggerating it, and we're enjoying it. I think that pretty much sums it all up. Now, I happen to have met a friend of mine this year who I met last year, a really nice guy. He's a coda. And we were talking, and this is one of the things I mean about engaging and talking. So some people say, hey, Dave, you got diarrhea of the mouth. You know, you're always talking, always talking. You know, and uh, my wife might say to me, hey, you know, you like to talk about the same thing over and over again. You like to beat into a dead horse and all that other good stuff. Well, let me tell you something. It is because of this that I am able to get information. Not information like the code to, to something, but information like personal information from people to get them to share so I can learn. And it's just a beautiful thing when you're in a conversation and you're sharing. And then you just say something and they say something back. You go, oh, whoa, that's, I didn't know that. So that's what happened to me. And I'm proud of myself for finding this out from this particular friend of mine. Because I found it interesting uh, uh, what he said. And I'll tell you. So we were talking about the newcomer orientation. And uh, where I sat on the panel this year in front of the, all the newcomers, 96 of them. Maybe that's a record. I have no idea. So he 
had said to me, my friend, so this is one of those little specific things I can tell you. Uh, is it confidentiality? Uh, eh, it's not like something personal. I'm not mentioning his name. And uh, we all get to learn a little something. Okay? There you go. Nobody, I don't know out of all the hundreds or thousands of coders, would anybody ever think that this is in respect to this particular coda? Uh, it doesn't really matter. I, I thought this out. I don't think it's a big deal that I share this with you. So, this is something that happened at Coda, where he was at the newcomer orientation, and I guess there was some mention of this deaf speak, or somebody actually did the deaf speak. Maybe somebody on the newcomer panel. Well, he told me when he first heard it that he got upset. He got really mad. He was ready to walk out and go home. He was offended. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. I can see why you might be offended. If you love your mother and your father, you know, and you like I, you know, I kind of thought I did. You know, maybe I still do. I don't know. It's a very confusing area for me. We'll save that for another show. But, you know, you feel like you need to defend. You know, defend your parents. Defend your culture, I guess. There's a lot of defending because you feel bad. You you know, we, we deal with that as coders. We feel bad. We could be upset with them. We could be angry at them. We could be a lot of things. But, you know, there's always this empathy. You know, we feel bad for our parents. We wish they never got the deafness, however they got it. Changes their lives. It changes our lives. I don't know if it ever changes it for the better. I don't think it changed my life for the better. I'll just be honest with you right off the top. I don't think it changed my life for the better at all. I don't think it helped my mother. I don't think I, I don't think it helped my father. Did some good come of all of this? <laughs> I guess. I guess I was born. My sister was born. I don't know. You'd have to ask my sister. But if you ask me, if you choose box A, hearing, or box B, non-hearing parents, I'm taking box A all the time. Whatever, whatever life lessons, whatever, whatever it is that I got out of my parents being deaf, I, I give it back. It's okay. You can have it. I don't need it. So, you know, it's like taking a child that uh, never learned to swim at four years old and throwing them in the pool. And uh, if they, if they drown, well, they drown. They should, you know, they didn't learn how to swim. If they, if they learn how to swim by uh, dog paddling, hey, look at that. They learned. You know, it's, it's kind of like that. Hey, take this baby, throw him out to those deaf parents. Let's see what happens. You got to figure it out. So he was upset. And he almost walked out, but I guess they talked to him. This is 15 years ago, supposedly. And uh, they straightened him out. And he, he's been coming ever since. There is a, a YouTube series called The Coder Brothers. Uh... Although I think they never, they've never actually come to a CODA conference, which I find fascinating. I do find that really fascinating. Uh, and I can tell you about the CODA brothers because that totally has nothing to do with confidentiality. But when I first saw them, I didn't know what to make of them. They were two uh, boys, bed, that, uh, excuse me, a little yawning, that um, are interpreters. 
and they do these little YouTube videos where they talk about their parents. They talk about being in church. They talk about being at school. They talk about being at home. They uh, they have a way of presenting these little these little bits, these skits. They do voiceovers. It's very entertaining, and once you get it, it's funny. Especially if you grew up in that type of household in that environment. I don't know if it would, if it would ever be funny to non-coders. I think you really have to understand the signs a little bit, or you just have to really have an idea of where they're coming from. I don't know if it would be funny to non-coders. But it's funny to me, but when I first saw it, I really didn't know what to make of it. I'm like, ooh, this is a little bit much for me. Um, and the reason being, because I never saw any of this as humorous. Well, actually, that's a lie. I, I never saw it humorous enough. I never saw it as something I would ever repeat to anybody in the outside world. I've done it for my wife, but she knows my mother and father. She knows their mannerisms. She knows their personalities. And I keep it in-house. I literally keep it in-house. I've never done an, uh, an impression, a tribute, a roast, or whatever you want to call it, of my parents in front of anybody else except my wife. And that's the God's honest truth. If I've done it, I don't remember it. But it, it probably wouldn't be funny to anybody. It would be funny to my wife because she knows. She's there when my mother gets a little dramatic. And my father has a certain way about him too that you could find humor in. And that's how you know. Then That's how you deal with pain, by using humor. And believe me, I, I feel like I've grown up in a lot of pain. So there you go. Uh, so the fish, here's fish. There's a sign. Once again, I'm not an expert. I could be wrong. But there's a sign in sign language for finish. And I think the best way to describe the sign is that you stick your hand out, like your right hand and your left hand, um, uh, like you're going to shake somebody's hand. There you go. Stick your right hand out or your left hand out like you're going to shake somebody's hand with a thumb up, I guess. And, uh, you know, your palm facing, uh, you know, left or right, depending on which hand you're using. And just sort of move that hand like you were making them believe it was a fish. All right? Just kind of shake it. Kind of make it move a little bit, I guess. I don't really know how to sign the word Finish. But apparently, uh, if I wasn't shown this, I wouldn't have known this. There you go. Yeah, if I wasn't, I was. If I hadn't been shown this, I wouldn't have known this. That deaf people have a tendency. Oh, obviously, to not pronounce words properly. Sure, we all know that. That's not that's not news. I'm not sharing with you anything new. So when they want to say the word finish, they often don't throw in the N. There's probably a reason for it, other than the fact they can't hear. Uh, excuse me. The letter N 
No, can they say no? They say no. Some deaf people can say no, at least. Once again, I'm not an expert. Okay, so they don't say finish. They say fish. And then they move their hand uh, in the way I described to you, which is the sign for finish. But it looks like it's a fish, I guess. And it sounds like they're saying fish. So, when, uh, when we're paying tribute to our parents, a lot of times we'll talk and there will say fish, you know, fish, fish, you know, that's it. Then we move the hand like it's a fish, but we're really signing the word for finish. So that's where you get Coda Haven 2018 fish. I did, uh, excuse me, I did a Coda can fish episode, I think. I don't know. I feel like I've done one in the past where the title, the fish was in the title. So there you go. So that's it. Coda Haven 2018 was done Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, about, um, well, for me, about four o'clock. But I think about one o'clock we were done. We were in the, uh, the grand ballroom, and we were done. So there you go. How was it? It was good. Thank you for asking. It was good enough. Uh, compared to last year, just as good. Uh, for me, it was a little bit less exciting, only because I had been there already. Uh, excuse me. How much less exciting? Eh, .0001. You know, because uh, I, I knew what to expect. So it wasn't like I was walking around bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I knew what to expect. And uh, I got what I expected. The only thing that was different, really, well, there was a few things different. I shouldn't say that. Uh, this year from last year was... Um, oh, I just forgot my thought. The only thing that was different... I facilitated. That's a big difference. I was on the newcomer panel. That was a big difference. It was my participation. But the element of surprise was gone. I had my first kiss. Now, the second kiss is nice, but that first kiss is like, whoa. So that's the difference. Um, Another big difference was that last year, my departure was very simple, you know, from the resort where we were. It was the re-entry that was difficult. This year, my departure was difficult, but my re-entry was easy. It's interesting. I wonder how much that's going to change over the years. Maybe every time. The food was fantastic. The people were fantastic. It's 350, a lot of people. Is it really that much more? I mean, it's 50 more than 300 that we had at Coda Can. Um, I don't know if it bothered me that much. Does it make it harder to see some people that you want to see? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's four or five days, something like that. Uh, If you really want to seek somebody out, you can seek somebody out. You know, if you really want to see somebody. I pretty much saw everybody I wanted to see. You know, that attended. I think so. I don't know uh, 
I don't know who. Uh, who went? Who you know, that I didn't know about. I don't know why I'm yawning so much. Oh, well, because I'm tired, Dave. That's why. You're tired. So anyway, uh, I know that's been said to me that 50 people more than last year is a lot. It's really too much. Well, there you go. I don't know. You know. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what to say about that. I, I don't know if it was too much. Um. You know, you, you, you get in touch with people you just stay in touch with throughout the year. I guess, you know. Yeah, it didn't bother me, but I can see how it would. All right, let's take a quick breather. That's 24 minutes. Let's take a quick breather. And then we'll get into some other stuff, maybe some more Coda stuff. And uh, we'll finish off, all right? We'll do the best we can to stay under 40 one minutes today. Maybe, you know, a little bit closer to half an hour. All right. Clear your nose. If it's not already clear... Three deep breaths, each one more deeper than the previous one. Try to hold it, take a breath, hold it. You know, in through your nose, out through your mouth. Ready? Three of them. First one, go. All right. Pretty good start. Not bad. Let's go a little bit deeper and hold it just a little bit longer. Ready? Go. All right, oop, I burped again. All right, here we go. One last one, real deep. Give it a good hold. Make it hurt. Expand that rib cage and let it out. Ready? Go. Oh. Ah, that feels good. Three deep breaths. That's a breather. Thank you, folks. That uh, breather was brought to you by air. Anywhere you are in the world, there's air. It's clean and it's free. You should breathe to live and live to breathe. There you go. A little spot for air and breathing. Very important. It's often overlooked by people, the relevance of breathing in their life. Uh, so that's it. Sakota. So that's it. We're done for 2018. I can go to a retreat. There's a couple of retreats. Region 1, the region I'm in, is having a retreat later on in the year north of, uh, north of Utica, New York, which is very... Easy for me to get to. Wow. Um, easy for me to get to. I just don't know if I want to spend that money. We'll see as we get closer. I haven't really thought about it. I really am geared up for France. I want to go to France. And I don't want to, I don't want to cheap out on anything. I want to, I want to travel comfortably when I go to France. Uh, I don't know if going to this Mark 7 thing um, is really going to... Uh, it's called Mark 7. Some sort of camp thing. I don't know if that's going to affect me. The uh, Region 1 retreat. You know, will affect me financially. Uh, I don't know what else to tell you about Coda. I'm trying to think. I don't have anything written down. And I have nothing to add. So it was a great event. The people who produced it did a great job. I was glad uh, to be able to help a little bit. Just a little bit. But just enough. I was able to use my powers for good and not for evil. So it's basically I helped Region 1 just a little bit, just like uh, I helped my father a lot of bit over the last uh, 50 some odd years. So I was happy to do it for them because I'm good at it and uh, I've only been able to do it for my father. 
Oh boy, so tired. Wow, that's bad. It's bad to be yawning during a pod, uh, a podcast, or a dumb cast, or a car cast, or a coda cast. Sleep deprivation, baby. Whoa, it's brutal. All right, so let me just tell you one quick thing, and then we'll get out of here, I guess, because I have nothing to add. You know, as far as Carter goes, I'm sure as soon as I hang up that I'll think of things. I'm um, just curious how you think the show sounds today, folks. I uh, went to gu- the Guitar Center. Some of you might have heard of it. Guitar Center. Guitar World, Guitar Center. And, uh, you know, you can get things there other than, than guitars. So I was going to go there for some micro microphone advice, which I did. I brought my phone, and I brought my... Um, my laptop. And then I ran into, this was up in Albany, New York. I walked into the guitar center with my wife. And uh, they said, yeah, just uh, the people at the front said, yeah, head to the back. We'll send somebody up there to catch up with you. I said, all right. And I go to the back and I start walking and then some other guy comes out of somewhere. And he goes, uh, you know, what can I do for you or something like that. And I went up to him and I introduced him. So he says, hi, my name is Dave. This is my wife, Athena. And he was like, hello. And uh, I told him what I was there to do. So I was getting a microphone. And I told him that I record on my, on my iPhone. And boy, he, uh, he clamped up. He was like, yeah, well, you're going to need this. You're going to need that. And, like he wasn't very nice about it wasn't very friendly and uh, I didn't buy anything he didn't crack a smile the whole time and uh, he kind of bailed on me as soon as I told him I was recording on an iPhone he didn't offer up any well I don't to say I'm not gonna say he didn't offer up other suggestions I'm just gonna say I really feel like he bailed on me but apparently that's a recurring theme in my life how I feel about people bailing on me and stuff like that so maybe he did it, but my wife was there and she saw that he wasn't very friendly, and uh, I had to introduce myself. He didn't introduce himself. Whatever. So I went over to the Apple store and I got these uh, earplugs, earbuds, whatever. And the microphone is in the cord. How do I sound? It's looking good on the gauge here. There's a gauge here on the speaker app. Uh, I hope it just. It, Picking up just enough of the ambient sound. This is my first dumb cast with these earbuds. Hopefully it sounds good. Oh boy. So that's it. I got new equipment. Let's see if it works. Alright. Coda Haven 2018. Done. Fish. Thank you folks. Appreciate you tuning in. If you have any questions... About Coda Haven 2018 or any other Coda specific uh, event or situation, give a call. Give a call. I don't want you to call me. Uh, tweet me at, at Dumb with Dave, D U M B, at Dumb with Dave, or uh, you know, email me at dumbing it down with Dave at yahoo.com. I'm on uh, Facebook. I have 20 different aliases. Uh, you can. Uh, Definitely contact me uh, on Facebook at Dumbing It Down With Dave. And uh, that's it. Thank you, folks. I appreciate you tuning in. All right, that's it. Goodbye.
Goodbye. Oh, yeah, until episode 90, what is this? What is this? This must have been 91 or 92. I think this one was 92. It doesn't really matter. Until next time, goodbye, good day, good night, good luck, good riddance, good rats, and great skills. Bye.